Yeah. So it's kind of um, stressful for us, especially when it comes to you know, money. And then we are worried, uh, you know, 24-7, we are worried about our installment, especially mm. our installment, all this. But thank God, we have enough emergency funding. That's why I keep on emphasizing on uh, the, the, the emergency funding. So, uh, that's why, because I, I, I went through it, I do not want others to, you know, to uh, experience this kind of uh, uh, feeling, you know, uncertainty. This week, we celebrate the International Women's Day, IWD 2021. And I would like to dedicate this whole episode to celebrate the greatness of women. I'm sure we all have important women in our life that have made a huge contribution or differences to our life story so far. For me, it is definitely my mother, my wife, and I have many aunts, all of them, including my cousins, and of course, I definitely hope that one day I'll have a daughter as well. There's a term, namely motherhood penalty. This argues that in the workplace, working mother tends to have to deal with perceived incompetency, lower pay, and also other disadvantages. At the same time, for women who are single and have no plans to enter motherhood, they also will have to encounter their fair share of challenges and biases. The team for this year's International Women's Day is choose to challenge. And here I am, choose to challenge to cover a topic that can be close to the heart of many of us and specifically zoom in on how it is related to women. I have invited a guest to share with us uh, on the topic of Triple F, financial freedom for female. Before we dive deep into this topic, let me introduce to you our guest. She is a CFP, Certified Financial Planner Professional. She is also a holder of Islamic Financial Planner, IFP Certificate. A wife, a mother, a daughter. She's also a strong believer in comprehensive financial planning. And that money should be associated to life every time we mention money so that we can give meaning to it. She actively shares her knowledge and engages with people on her LinkedIn profile, and in fact, she's quite influential in a way, if you ask me. She is Miss Vivian Chin. I will share the link of her LinkedIn profile in the show notes, but for now, let us go into the conversation. Hey, Vivian, can you share with us what is the meaning of financial freedom for you? Actually, financial freedom is very subjective to individual. So means that for me, financial freedom will be no more debts, uh, no more worries about my daughter's education fund, everything. And then I have sufficient of uh, uh, um, fund for my retirement. You know, I can spend whatever I can and can travel around. I can And I can sleep uh, peacefully at night. That will be a financial freedom for, for, for me. Okay. Yeah. So, so what I hear is that uh, financial freedom uh, generally means that when I don't have to worry about money, when... Yes when I can sleep soundly and money is not a reason that I woke up suddenly and then uh, the, all the important things that I want to do, I know that yes. it will be taken care of. Then I should say that I have achieved financial freedom. Yes. And, uh, and, and, and financial freedom means different things to different people because not everyone has a daughter like you. Uh, mm. Some may, may have other important things. So, yeah. so, how, so how do one person find out uh, uh, 
what does financial freedom means to the person? So it means that they need to know, uh, uh, is there any sufficient, let's say they have an objective or even a life goals, uh, when they want to retire or when they want to have uh, this sufficient funds. Uh, so you, you need to know what's your, what, what sort of uh, uh, your long-term goal, uh, what kind of lifestyle you wanted in the future. That This is what I see that. So you need to plan on that part. And then you need someone to advise you on this. Mm. So, so for us to find out uh, what does it mean to be financially free, we have to also know where we, what we want and what kind of lifestyle, whether super comfortable or just, yes. just, just okay or frugal. Yes. And yes. then, of course, what are the important goals that we want to achieve? Yes. And uh, let's yeah. say an individual have already understood all these things. How does this individual uh, can take the first step to pursue financial freedom? Perhaps they you know they can seek for advice uh, from you know, for the from the uh, from the professional, especially the from the licensed financial planner, because there's a lot of so-called financial planners out there, but they might using the wrong way to plan for you or even using the wrong strategy to, to plan uh, for your future. So you should look at, uh, look for that and then know that what kind of objective you want. That is the most important thing. This is your dreams that you desire for your future. Yeah. Mm. So you are a believer of uh, getting professional help. But yes. also there are other people who believe that uh, maybe I would prefer to do it myself or we call that DIY. So uh, for people like that, do you have any suggestion for them as far as first step is concerned? Yeah, I, I heard there's a lot of people like doing like to do DIY and then they, they like to seek for or even Google from the you know, ways how to plan for financial plan. So, but before you do it, uh, no, why don't you uh, uh, go and seek for a professional app? Again, I very emphasize on that. You you, you know you need to seek for a professional advice first before you doing start to do your uh, DIY. Is there's no uh, there's no. I, I, I don't prevent you to do it a DIY plan, but at least you ask, you take some advice from the professional first before you start on a plan. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, it's important we know where we want to go, but after we have found out our direction, we also... You, we should also understand what vehicle we are driving now and what are the best options available for us. And after we all know all these things, if we want to continue to drive by ourselves, by all means, is that that is something that you think is viable, right? And, yes. Uh, I, I recently read something about uh, Google information. We can find a lot of pieces of the puzzle, but uh, is the value is in how to put all the pieces together to form the picture that you're looking for. So maybe... Uh, just a very good advice. Just get a professional opinion first to know what are our options. And then only we look at uh, what are the first step or next step is, uh, that we have. And then uh, what do you think it, it will be the key thing that individuals should pay attention to when they try to uh, pursue their financial freedom? Well, for me, uh, what I uh, my my personal view or point that they should uh, emphasize on the long term goal, especially on the retirement, uh, as especially to Malaysian because most of the Malaysian do not have uh, a long term goal, which is their retirement, uh, even a, a short term goal, which is their emergency funding. As you know, Kevin, there's a, a about like sixty seven percent of them don't even have uh, enough of emergency funding. They can't even take out one thousand on that. Mm. That's very crucial. So. 
long before you start uh, i mean start with the long term plan why don't you start with a short term first and then you'll start to, uh, to build up your your uh, your emergency funding for that yeah okay so so before we start to uh, be adventurous we try to make sure we have covered our back is that yes, your, yes, your main suggestion yeah. right yeah, especially during this pandemic, right? So there's a lot of people. There's uh, there's so much of uh, you know, people losing their job or even uncertainty on their career. So yeah, you, you should look into that, especially on emergency funding. Yeah. Mm. And and especially during time like this, when people let's say like they lost their job or they have a very steep pay cut, it could actually not just uh, impact their financial uh, health it can also bring tremendous stress towards their mental wellness. Yes. Uh, uh, can you explain to us uh, how does money can relate to our mental wellness? Um, yeah, because uh, it happened to my husband before, you know, not, 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 not during, uh, during this pandemic, it's a few years back. So he's, uh, he was retrenched. You know, it's really, really, uh, I mean, uh, a burden for us because suddenly he's lost, lost his job and he's the, uh, I mean, uh, he's the uh, sole breadwinner, not sole breadwinner, he's the, you know, the they're bringing the most income main, in the family. Main income contributor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of um, stressful for us, especially when it comes to you know, money. And then we are worried, uh, no, 24-7, we are worried about our installment, especially mm. our installment, all this. But thank God, we have enough emergency funding. That's why I keep on emphasizing on uh, the, the, the emergency funding. So, uh, that's why, because I, I, I went through it, I do not want others to, you know, to uh, experience this kind of uh, 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 feeling, you know, uncertainty, and then there's no, uh, I mean, the worries, that you no, know, uh, you worry like twenty four hours about that. Yeah, uh, that will be very painful to go through. Uh, the whole process, yes. very torturing. Yeah, and, very torturing. Uh, and and from what you shared, lucky lucky for you guys, uh, things these are all behind you now. And yes. uh, from it's very important you share this because now I hear that right. I relate to the importance of emergency fund towards our successful success rate to achieve our financial freedom because it's like the first step, the first ticket that we must have if we want to be financially free is to and at least make sure we have savings and do not contribute to the statistic of not able to come up with 1,000 yes. to handle yeah. emergency. Yeah, that I really do not want you know, my client or even people out there we, which, well, who we know that they are included in that statistic. This is mm. very crucial because Kevin, you know, like in the line of our job, we can meet a lot of people. They don't even have emergency, but in their mind, they keep on thinking about investment. You don't even have enough of emergency. How can you start with the, your long-term plan? Yeah, yeah. In. Very, very real. I, I, I support this point of view also. Uh, maybe it's also timely that I want to ask you something else. I just saw from Facebook group two days ago, there was someone who is moderating the group actually sharing his view on emergency fund. So what this person said is that he do not really support the idea of having emergency fund. In fact, he shared with people, he if he keep emergency fund, that means his money is not working hard for him. So he would rather, if he really has emergency, he would rather borrow money from people and also to sell his investment. Uh, what do you think about method like this? <laughs> well, for my personal 
point of view, again, I do not agree with him or her uh, opinion on that. Uh, because emergency funding means that you know, something triggered, right? maybe tomorrow or maybe in a week of time, something happened. So I don't know if you say that you wanted to sell off your investment, but that investment is your, you know, your, your main objective to save up for the investment is for your children education and your retirement, that it will be effect on your children education. You know? And then it also takes time for you to sell off all the investment, right? So it doesn't make sense at all. So it's good that you can you know, talk to your you know, advisor on how to build out all uh, on your emergency funding, expect, uh, at least a three months. You know? If you can't, you just save it. Maybe you, you start with a habit of doing some regular saving. Don't ever like sell off uh, like your retirement of the purpose for your retirement or even your children education because it was it, it only can solve your short term uh, I mean short term issue but it won't it won't help you in long term now so I I I yeah yeah it's it's very crucial that you need to you know save up for your emergency yeah okay so so uh, I guess this method while it works for this person but it's not actually going to work for everyone and uh, uh, not everyone can afford to just keep point seven months of emergency fund, and uh, at least three months is what the what we really what you really suggested, right? Especially yeah. during time like this, like we we won't yes. even know whether the vaccine will work or not, whether the economy yes. will really rebound strongly or not. Yes. So, it's sometimes yes. it's just better to be safe than sorry. Yeah, but but eventually, you no. Know, uh, the the important thing is the I mean the client or even people out there, you know, just build up the saving habits. Uh, to start with that first, so you can't save it like you know, maybe what one hundred, maybe you save up with 50, uh, fifty ringgit or even five ringgit. Mm. It's good enough. Just build up the habits for that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean sometimes you, you might have seen people who have come to us, come to you as a financial planner. Sometimes a client do not know what they want to do, but there are also some people who have a good list of goals they want to achieve. But when you yeah. review their habit and whether they save or not. Uh, sometimes you do find that they actually got a lot of goals, but they don't really, their actions do not back up to their, what they say they want to do, right? That means they're yeah, not yeah. really saving money. Yeah, so that's the the, the tough part for us uh, as a financial planner. We, we, we need to coach them. I mean, you no know, tell them what's the, you know, the uh, giving them some scenario, let them see the big picture there. So at least they see and then they know. Now, what will happen if they say up? What will happen if they don't save up? That's, we should do that so that they have a better idea on that. Hmm. All right. So I, I agree to this. It's very important that we help people to see the bigger picture. Sometimes uh, if we keep on uh, covering our short-term issue, we may not have time to think about the long-term plan that we want for ourselves. Yes, okay. exactly. So having said that, right, when it comes to pursuing financial freedom, do you think uh, for women, it will be actually, women will have some specific challenges that only unique to women? Yes, Kevin, <laughs> a very, very challenging because especially like me, myself, because um, now I, I graduate in my 20s, uh, I started to work in my 20s and then I get married because I'm married very young. Then after that, I have my, uh, my, my, first, uh, my first child and I stopped working, you know? 
So when I come back to work again, it's already a, 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 a some time already. So when it's time for me to uh, to save up for my retirement, it takes really a longer time. No, it's a very challenging because in between, I need to allocate some money for my children. You know? So it also affected my uh, my 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 retirement. And uh, because and then the other thing would be what happened is my father, you know, he has stroke. You know that this kind of situation, this kind of uh, you know, uh, uh, sudden event that happened, you know, it really challenged me, especially when coming to you know, save money, especially for my retirement, for my dream, you know, for my desired life like, in later on. So that's why I kept on emphasizing on emergency funding because especially things happen, uh, just like what I mentioned just now, like my father sudden he had a stroke. So I need money, you know, to, to pay for his uh, expenses. So yeah, it, it's really a challenge, especially for a mother, uh, because you need to take care of your children, you know, and take care of your work some more. So yeah, it's a tough job, really, yeah. So, so on, on one side, uh, because you married young, so that means you, you're, you can actually relieve your duty to care for your children and worry about their education fund earlier. Lah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Earlier, but my retirement will be affected because I'm safe for them, but not my retirement. You know? mm. When I, you know, it's time for me to save up for my retirement, then happen to my father. Blah. Then my father has stroke, so I need to allocate some of the retirement fund for my dad. So that will, it is already affected my retirement fund. So now I have to save up again, no? <laughs> okay. So so because you you, uh, in order to provide for your children, you had to take a break from work, and mm. that will have uh, reduced your ability to prepare for your own retirement. And uh, when you came back to to start to fight for your own retirement, uh, something, some other events actually happened. And this time, yes. uh, unfortunately, your father got sick. And, and is that a, really like a cultural thing that daughters are expected to actually uh, care more for our own parents than when it's son? Do you think that is that a actually, Yeah, actually it's depend, depending like individual, right? But because I'm the only child, uh, oh. the whole responsible is on me. So I have to take care of my dad and my mom. So that, uh, yeah, so it's a very tough uh, journey. I mean, tough time for me, especially in like uh, four years ago. Uh, no, sorry, it's 10 years ago. So it's, it's really a tough, tough uh, thing for me. Uh, yeah. It's not easy when, uh, when any of our own family members is sick. But I think uh, for my personal opinion, I think as a daughter, sometimes uh, daughters are more sensitive towards the need of the parents. And therefore, we try to uh, really provide the best that we can, even yes. including our time, our resources. And uh, yes. I only hope that uh, all the parents in the world are healthy so that we as the children, we don't have to worry a lot. But this, in reality, this is not going to be happening. So... <laughs> We should come back to us. What can we prepare and what can we yes. control about yes. it, right? Yes, yes. That's why I keep on emphasizing emergency funding on that part because you do not really know what will happen. So mm. thank God for that. You know, we are prepared. You know, especially our parents already prepared for us. Uh, that I, I believe that our parents are the, I mean, the pioneer of financial planning, planner. You know, because in the in the early years they kept on emphasizing on oh, no, you have to save up for emergency. So it kept on, you know, this idea already in my mind. So you know, uh, I, I was like preparing for that. But sometimes whether is it 
enough or not. <laughs> That's the issue here. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but I, I think it's better than totally unprepared, isn't it? Yes. Yes. So so yes. if if to prepare on certain things like this, it's better we start to prepare early than later. But mm. at, at the same time, right, especially if let's say uh, young people, uh, so for example, uh, we are talking about uh, women, right? Young women, do they like have uh, other needs that they want to take care of, shorter needs? that will actually like fight with them on how to allocate their money. Do you have any uh, advice or suggestion to people on how they should allocate their money, especially when it started young now? Yeah, okay. So for young women, I noticed that nowadays, uh, most of the young women, they know what they want. They, they really are good at of, uh, planning for their future. So that they need to start on that. You know? Maybe you, uh, you can start on certain like, small step first. Uh, allocate some of the money for your you know, your needs. Maybe some of them likes to travel, so they can allocate for that. And then also another thing would be uh they they will, uh, some of them would like to further their education, so they can uh, allocate for the education as well. So start with a small step first. You now, uh, whatever your 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 desired life, maybe in five years or ten years, just start on that step first. So this is what I see that that but they're really good on that now. You well, uh, you know, uh, for so long I met on uh, some of the young lady out there. Yeah. So, so the the first thing to do is of course to save up emergency fund, and uh, second is to cultivate a good habit of savings money. Is that what you are saying? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, what about the need to say also prepare like medical safety net, uh, pro protect their own savings through insurance or takafu. Yes, that also very important. I came across with one lady. Uh, she's very emphasized. Uh, she's very, uh, I mean, emphasized on her uh, protection because she know that if anything happened to her, uh, the insurance will help her out. Uh, so that she won't uh, fork out from her uh, own personal uh, saving on that part. So yes, you need to do that because as especially you are young, you know. So especially for young lady, uh, in the future we do not know what will happen because as you know, uh, lady got a lot of problem one, <laughs> so a lot of issue. So yeah, we need to you know start with uh, when you are young and you are healthy. Yeah. Mm. So uh, so that means uh, if we you mentioned one phrase that I, I think very important, your client who had the insurance planning done, right? You said yeah. she got no need to worry about any things that could happen. So that actually ties back very well to the definition of financial freedom you shared with me just now, to have mm -hmm. no worry that yes. is due to money. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I think uh, people also are curious, uh, in the market, there are a lot of insurance products that is specifically for ladies. Uh, do you think these products are something people should actually consider? Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of uh, products. Uh, no, uh, some of them are asking whether is it suitable for us. Yeah. Um, actually, you should you know, look for uh, professional opinion first before you go and purchase the products. You know. uh, let the profession to you know, look into that. To see whether your protection needs is, uh, is it the is it the is it sufficient? You, know, you don't simply just buy it because you need it. You, know, you need to know how much you need to you know for the uh, for the protection needs. Yeah, you need to seek for the professional first. Mm. Also, more important maybe is to get opinion on how we should balance the commitment 
on insurance premium against our other goals so that you don't end up paying a lot of your income to insurance premium and then in the end of the day you have very little ability to save for your other goals then in the end of the day it's like mm, we work so hard for for what just yeah. to be safe i think we should also learn to have fun while we are trying to protect our uh, bottom uh, bottom lines right yeah okay. correct you're all right <laughs> very good sharing uh vivian so i uh, just want to tap your brain a little bit right uh for a woman who is married and have to juggle multiple responsibility for example have to work also as a daughter as a wife as a mother so many responsibilities uh what will the what will be the common challenges faced by this group of women when they try to uh, pursue their financial freedom uh, the challenges will be, you know, um, you need to take, you need to take care of yourself first. You know, take care of your health, your wealth, and your wealth. So then you can take care of others. Think about yourself first. Yeah, because mm. we need to take care of others. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, how how do you suppose one should take care of herself in in a life? Is there any tips for that? Eat healthy. <laughs> Eat love healthy. yourself more. Yes. Love yourself. Love yourself more. more. Yeah. Okay. Does so, it include to allocate more? Uh, we say me time for for herself. Yes, me time for yourself. Especially, you know, sometimes you work hard. You need to acknowledge yourself. You know, buy yourself a good meal or even a, a nice dress for yourself. Just to acknowledge yourself. Yeah. Enjoy your life. Okay. Uh, what about uh, let's say woman who is actually full time housewife, uh. Does that mean that they will be very difficult for them to have financial freedom because in a way their financial picture is actually relying on the main income earner of the family? Yeah, uh, uh, no, not really. They can share you know, with their husband, uh, have a talk with them. You know, uh, you know, because this is both of them. They have their responsible, responsibility to, uh, to, 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 uh, to take care of their, uh, their family. So they need to sit down and you know, plan for that and then even talk about their future, you know, so that you know, they can, um, can build up a, a, healthy, a healthy and a healthy family you know, so that you know, if anything happens in the future, at least they have something to protect on. Yeah, they, mm. yeah it doesn't mean that you, know, you can't do anything. You still can do it. You still can do it. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, so the first step is to have an honest and transparent conversation with your spouse. And yes. is it because uh, it's important to establish a mutual respect to acknowledge the contribution of the full-time housewife to the family? Yes, it's very important because I see a lot of uh, now couples uh, before they get married, uh, they don't even discuss about their financial and then they, you know, they marry and then they find out there's a lot of issue and then they end up uh, divorced like one of my clients there. So it's advisable you know, before you get married, sit down and then they talk about your financial and then what kind of uh, desired lifestyle, you know, I mean uh, desired life that both of you would like to have in the future. Yeah. Talk about the dreams that they yes. want to build together. Yes. Then look at their resources and also yes. their habits. Uh, so that at least we get to know in advance. Yes, yes, yes. Before you get into all uh, uh, in the married commitment. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, I think this is because uh, uh, each of us have a very unique experience in how we grow up. And how we grow up, our childhood will teach us a lot of uh, value and lessons 
about money and therefore the way you like uh, that maybe you maybe the per- another my my wife would prefer totally avoid that as much as possible but maybe my growing up is that hey it's not bad to use that you know if you can actually pay for it so having a conversation like that will actually help to minimize friction or disagreement yes. between the husband and wife in the later stage and of yes. course talk about the goals will help in establishing common goals lah. yes right? yes yes uh, uh, I, I can i also share like i think uh, even though it's a full-time housewife there's actually a lot of economic value that is contributed uh, just imagine if we don't have a full-time mother at home we have to hire maid to do a lot of things I think we can calculate back like how much do we have to spend, right? So in a way, yes. it's an indirect salary or savings. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Some, some of the housewife, even now, some of her husband, they gave him, gave her some, uh, some of the, I mean, the money expenses. Uh, and then they, you know, even though they have some, they spend on the children or even, they even can save out, you know, part of 10% of it. That is very good, you know. I, 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 I see that before. There's one housewife, you know, even you know, she she can use up the money and then pay off all the tuition fee and all the expenses, but she still can save up 10% of it and then put it aside. So this is a part of like a family emergency funding. Yeah. It's a, she's a very good money manager. Yes, yes, you can say that. That's why there's a lot of people saying that you know, husband, like, especially husband, they say that we are the financial controller. Like, uh. <laughs> because it's uh, I think in a way it's more disciplined and also can stand firm on uh, to say no to temptation or some ones. Uh, so it's important we 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 talk about that and so that we know how money in the family will be spent and how it will be allocated to all the dreams that the husband and wife want for their own family. Yes. Uh, uh, and then uh, as I know. Uh, the husband can also elect to uh, have two percent of their uh, EPF contribution allocated to the, to the wife. wife. Yes. Uh, do you think it's a good thing to do? Uh, is it huh. enough? Um. Actually, there's you no. Know, at least you know you give you allocate some two percent. Even you know lesser than that is okay. You know, at least she says up. She says up. Because what I noticed that husband uh, tend to. Uh, not that every husband now somehow husband tend to use up the money to buy certain things or even spend on things that not necessary so yeah why not yeah or one or two percent you know, uh, allocate to the wife so that wife will be the uh, what always people say that wife will be the financial controller let that control the two percent you know, maybe allocate for the family emergency funding or maybe for the children or even for the anything else yeah mm, so two is a good place to start. It's better than before this, right? It's a zero yeah. percent contributed. Yes. Or it's a, a upfront cash, and this cash, because women are so good at savings money and so disciplined, sometimes it becomes the emergency fund. Actually, that money should have become her own financial freedom fund. But because uh, women, because maybe of hormone, very loving, very. Uh, treat the family as a core. So sometimes when emergency, the woman will say, never mind, la, I use, I have savings, so I will contribute. So in yes. a way, uh, it doesn't help the women to prepare for their own financial freedom. It's just a natural instinct of being a yes, woman. Yes, yes, yeah. It's just like what happened to me, you know, uh, I mean, two years ago, you know, because of uh, certain things happen, uh, then I need to take up some of the money. So my husband asked me, hey, I, we, you know, we already use up the emergency funding. I said, no, 
we still have some emergency funding. So emergency yeah. fund for emergency fund. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So yeah. <laughs> so this is very important uh, instinct to have. <laughs> you never know, right? <laughs> yeah. And and for some who who are single, there are also women who choose to be single as a lifestyle. As far as lifestyle mm. is concerned, they choose to remain mm. single. Uh, mm. For 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 people who are from this group, would there be any additional challenges on top of what we have discussed just now? Yeah, the, uh, for, for yeah, people. yeah. What I see that they tend to save a lot because they worry about their future because and they are single. So in uh, maybe when you no know, they grow old, they, there's no one will taking care of them. So they will tend uh they will worry about that, and then so they tend to send uh allocate some money for that, especially when during like maybe illness happen, uh, so they can use that money to you know, for the uh, medical expenses or even allocate some of money for them to stay in the old folks home. Mm. Yeah, this is how they allocate it. So this is some quite long-term thinking. Yes, yes, this is what I allocate some of the money for my client, especially for those like single. Uh, they tend to worry about their future. And then some, they don't even, uh, they if they don't have that, we try to trigger them out, you know, because you are single. No one will take care of you. So you need to take care, you need to think about that, you know, yeah. Okay, so you help them to see to foresee something that could happen later when they currently still do not see that. Yes, so yes, it's like yes. you help them to uh, discover their blind spot and so that they can do something about it today. Yeah, yeah. Because some of single lady would like to have those yeah, yeah, uh, what what they call uh, you know, you live once, you know, you spend all. But they don't see that if anything happens in the future, what will happen? What will who will taking care who, who will take care of them? So this is very important, yeah. And and uh, once you help them to see this blind spot, uh, what will their normal reaction be? Do they say like, oh, Yahoo, I never thought of that, and then they proceed to plan for this? Yeah, some of them, yes, they they you know, they will follow on that. Some of them, no, uh, they they try to they try to build up the habits to save up for that. So, but at least they try lah. So I can see that there's some improvement. We still have to work on that part. Yeah. Well, it's always good to see improvement uh, and, and if we were on our own, I guess sometimes this blind spot will remain blinded to us forever until when things happen, it might have been too late already. Yep. So you did a very important uh, work out there for your clients, must applaud you for that. Okay, thank you. Uh, apart from that, so that, does it mean that for women who are single, right? They will have to, uh, apart from planning for their own financial freedom and to be comfortable, they also have to plan for their financial security. Yes, I do agree on that part. They need, uh, they need to uh, do that because especially they are single. Uh, so by uh, not having this, at least uh, in the future, let's say OH, uh, they have some sufficient fund for that. Uh, there's no one beside them. I'm beside her, so they need that. How 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 many years that the the, the fund can sustain that? That also they need to find out also. Yeah. So at mm. least they have buffer all the money like. And and when you say that, I just thought of what you said before this, right? So that means they should apart from planning on money, uh, they should also consider uh planning for a very healthy lifestyle so that we can reduce the chances of us getting unwell, uh, sick, and also enjoy our time now also, right? 
Yeah, yeah, because uh, they tend to have that lifestyle. We, as a financial planner, we need to trigger them out, you know, because you are single, you need to take care of yourself, health and your wealth, yeah. Mm. Then, as a result of that, when you have done all this, then you will not have to worry about money and that is how it fits back to the definition of financial freedom you just share with us. Yes. Yes. Very yes. nice. Okay. Uh, and then Vivian, I know you have shared a lot with us already, but I just want to know, is there any uh, general advice that you have for women who is currently trying very hard to pursue and achieve their financial freedom? Okay. Um, don't give up. Try a very, uh, every day, try a small step. You know? If you do not uh, know how to start with it, seek for professional help. Ask for advice, you know, how to start on it or even you know, how to put in the strategy to help you to achieve your financial goal. Yeah. Mm, okay, very easy to do advice. Uh, so hopefully the listeners out here and the viewers will just... Uh, some, sometimes we think that things are too easy. We, we don't believe that it will work. But actually the things that really work are actually simple, simple things that are easy to do. Yes. Yeah, it's just a very small step, you know. You just do start with a small step first, you know. Mm. It's all baby steps. Uh. Don't wait until everything is perfect, right? Yes, yeah. yes. And, and Vivian, uh, I know uh, we are talking about uh, financial freedom, but there are a group of women, unfortunately, for example, some women may be a victim to a domestically violent relationship. And uh, to them, it could be very hard, very difficult for them to even plan for tomorrow, let alone financial freedom. Uh, what would you suggest to uh, people like uh, this group of uh, women in order to untie or escape from such a situation? Yeah, do you mean that they're still with the uh, still with the husband or? Yeah, they, they, they are, are still with the partner and who is yeah. uh, abusing them, and uh, yeah. it can be very stressful very difficult yeah. to bear with, but they are still stuck there. Is there anything yeah. that they can do to help themselves to un unstuck from there or escape from such a relationship? Yeah, Kelly, I'm very sorry to hear about that. Some of the uh, women, yeah, they are in this uh, situation. And my advice is you now, um, um, perhaps that you can go for help, uh, especially to those like fam, uh, women's aid uh, organization, WAO, uh, that provide shelter and even can take care of the children whenever they are uh, going out for work. You know? And then the second step, uh, maybe you can save up some of the money you know, for your own um, so that if anything happens, you can use that money. That's you know The third step, if you can, it's advisable that you can report to the uh, authority so that they can help you out on that. But the first thing that you need to take care of yourself first, you know, uh, save out some money first because you need that when you know, when everything over, you need to start up all, uh, over again. Yeah. Because sometimes uh, it's not just physically abuse. Uh, the abuser may actually abuse the person through financial means uh, by not buying, uh, not giving money, not giving food. So I guess uh, that's why you suggest to people to ensure they have savings. And we can see throughout the conversation, the very main thing is that we must have savings because without savings, how to talk about freedom, right? But of course, the, the first step is that they must uh, think about their future. Do they want this situation to continue? And if they, if they look at brighter side, brighter side, what are the things that they should do and 
uh, think about like you say the first step the baby step right and uh, it's important yeah. to have savings otherwise it's very difficult for us to to be to be free to to try to fly away when our wings are tied down by not having savings now, when you come out from this situation, you need to be very strong on that part, you know, be strong on that, especially emotionally. I know that uh, uh, financially, it will be affected a lot because I think some of them not even uh, working or even they work, but most of their money are like, you know, uh, was like uh, take up, uh, take, by, uh, take by their husband or even others people, right? So, First thing you need to you know take care of yourself first, yeah, on that part, especially emotionally, you know, yeah, and then seek for advice on that part. Okay, uh, yep. thank you very much, Vivian. You share with us a lot of uh, golden nuggets, and uh, I'm sure a lot of listeners they can actually pick up some good points to start to pursue, uh, to help them to get closer to their financial freedom. Uh, before we end the conversation, is there anything that you want to add on? Yeah. Um, just you no, know, love yourself more. You now, be strong. You know, if you are in any situation, you now, um, yeah, take care of yourself. Yourself, yeah. Very timely message because a lot of time we too busy to think about others. We forgot to be kind to ourselves. So this is a very <laughs> important reminder, not just for women, for men also. Uh, love yourself more. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yourself more, then only you can uh, have a better mindset and condition to try to love others, right? Yeah, yeah. Just be simple. <laughs> okay, thank you very much, Vivian. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. So I hope you like what Vivian has shared with us just now and that you will find your way to take your baby steps and start small so that you can win big eventually. Uh, remember to pursue your own financial freedom. It means different things to different people and you must find out what does it mean for you. And it's important to always ensure you have emergency fund because to be free from worries, you must need to know that you have some things covering you or backing you up in terms of a challenging time. And also as we plan for uh, our short-term goal, do remember to also pay attention to your long-term well-being and how to be financially free from worries. So that will cover your retirement goals to protect your savings and a lot of other things. And Vivian advocates something that I believe everyone should give it a serious thought and that is no matter you want to do it yourself or you need someone for help, just ensure that before you do anything, seek for professional opinion it won't harm if we get a second opinion and that opinion confirm that we are on the right track. But let's just say that we are not on the right track. Having that second opinion will really, really be very valuable because it helps us to save time and it may also prevent us making memorable lessons. All right? So I look forward to share more in the future episode. If you want to stay in the loop for the future episodes, do subscribe and click the bell button. Until we meet again, take good care and bye.